0: Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons and Dummies, a weekly podcast following four friends as they battle across a homebrewed world called Antiriath in Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition. Step into our mystical world, called Antiriath, and follow our party of three dummies as they adventure across the lands. Talit Grug, half-orc, half-mystery, the fighter, played by Taylor. Knock Greenleaf, the halfling rogue, with a penchant for taking things that don't belong to him, played by Josh, and the ever-mysterious Eclarian Shadow, half-elf-ranger from the Eclarian Mountains, played by Seth. And last but not least, the creator of our beautiful world, the man of many voices, and our dungeon master, Sam. Welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for listening. If you have not yet, please follow us on Instagram at dndndummies. And while you're at it, please give us a rating and a review on your podcast app. It helps us move up the charts. It helps other people like yourself find us. Now... On the last episode, we found ourselves in the tower. We fought our way through the carnivorous plants. We went down into the basement and fought a displacer beast that was shrouded in darkness. We worked our way back up the stairs using the adamantine axe that we found. Talek attempts to fight off these two adamantine bulls. The bulls are too much for the party. Shadow has the bright idea of climbing up the cage to escape. Then he uses Zephyr Strike, to throw their feed, which is happens to be a bucket of nails down the stairs. The bulls chase after it. Tolik grabs the immovable rod and places it on the stairs, activating it. The gang is able to chop their way through the adamantine prison bars to make it up to the next level. As they approach the top of the next set of stairs, they find a closed door. Shadow opens the door to see a strange sight. Some sort of orbs bouncing around the room bouncing off the walls from side to side in every direction
1: so you walk into this room and there are these i'm balls, oh, these <laughs> Never back. Brown, these brown leathery balls bouncing all over the room at high speed as you come up the stairs one of them tries to hit you in the head and in fact i need to go into turn-based mode so we can track oh, quit it, okay? as you guys are moving around these creatures bouncing around and i i'm not gonna we're not gonna do a uh, initiative per se but we'll we'll just get you guys in a row so Body knock. Are you coming up the stairs with them? Are you uh, kind of right there with them?
2: Yeah, sure. Fuck it.
1: Yolo. So you see these guys bouncing around, and they're like I said, they're about the size of a basketball. So your your sound approach was good, but their flesh appears to be more like the smooth scales of an armadillo. I don't know if y'all's characters are super familiar with those, but
3: watch out, lefty
1: boys bouncing like a just a fucking bouncy balls all over this room at high speed. And you're pretty sure if one hit you, it'd be pretty painful. And uh, so, yeah, we're going to go turn-based order here as these guys are just rebounding all over the room. Uh, Let me describe the rest of the room to you. So it appears that there were windows in this room, just like the other floors that y'all have been moving through, Uh, a couple windows around the room, but they're completely, like, barred over with like plates of metal and kind of plastered up stone to close off the windows. And then the opposite side of the room from these guys is a strange feature that appears to be like a oval shaped loop on the opposite side of the room. And within it, you see six little indentions. Circled around this oval shaped loop.
2: Uh, what? Mm. You gotta, you, you gotta take your Quidditch bat and hit the little assholes into their spots. I so,
3: say. Body
1: Knock, it's your turn. <laughs> Let's see what you do. Right. Quidditch bat. Fucking batter up, boys. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs>
2: going to take... I have a better chance of hitting on this. I'm just going to take my Captain blade Shake and uh, I, I'm going to take a swing at the nearest one when he fucking whizzes by me.
1: Okay, alright, so you, you run up
2: here. Aiming at this space over here, one of the spaces. Yeah. <laughs> if I have to make an extra roll, that's fine.
1: Alright, so you run up here. Go ahead and make me an attack roll. Okay. Fuck me.
2: That stayed right, on so you,
1: 20 for a second. So you, swing as the, so you swing at this thing and it just whoosh, right by you, it almost hits you in the face. Uh, but you miss it.
2: I have a bonus action to dash back.
1: <laughs> okay. Alright, so you ba- dash back down the stairs to get in some cover. Yeah, okay. Professor Grog, it's your turn. <laughs> How much do these things weigh? <laughs> They look like they're probably little you know, 10 pound, maybe 20 pound, somewhere in that range. Balls of bouncing creature.
0: Okay, can I can we assume they're 10 pounds? Uh, sure. Okay, Do I have you. a spell that specifies 10 pounds? I'm nervous. <laughs> you're you're, you're, you're I
2: swallow or African?
0: Alright, I'm gonna I wanna cast Mage Hand. Yes. 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 <laughs> I so you create a magical as mitt. Them, as one of them is, whizzes by, I have like a magical catcher's mitt next to me. It's, it's got a. It's green. It's like a translucent green because I'm yeah yeah, yeah. green standard on. ectoplasmic colors. And I want to try and grab one. And I want to try and put it in one of those holes in the little okay. doorway. Okay, so I have a lot of things going on here. First off,
1: <laughs> you're a sorcerer, right? Yeah. So your spellcasting modifier is charisma. Okay. Okay, so make me... Basically, just make me a spell attack roll. Whatever your spell attack roll is. It should be your charisma plus your proficiency. But it should okay, be it on your like spell a page. Squad, normally. Okay, so make me a D20 roll... And Dad. this is going to be a grapple check, but it's using your spellcasting ability building By <laughs> the way, we are way out of rules as written at this point, but I oh, no, think yeah, it's I great.
0: Figure. Okay. Ooh, right, 20. He rolled pretty good.
1: 13
0: plus 5. 18. Oh, man. Okay. What's this?
1: Oh, no. He. Oh, no. Hold on. Wait, what was your total? This is really close. 18. Okay, his total is a 17. So you grab <laughs> this thing with your thing. So you've got it restrained. So how far can Mage Hand move on a turn?
0: Oh, I think it can move 30 feet. Yeah, 30 feet. Okay, all right, all right. Which one did you grab? Well, which one came near me? They're bouncing around all willy-nilly. I'm gonna- okay, we'll say this one right here, did. Okay. I I grab him. I'm going to try and... Stick him in one of those holes and see what happens.
1: Stuff him in the hole over here. Okay, so you stuff him in, and uh, as you do, he kind of locks into it, and this magical yeah. aura <laughs> slurps around him, and he is stuck in it
0: in the little socket of this Hell device. Yeah. <laughs> All right, boys. Get five more in those holes. Let's we'll see what All right. happens. All right, Shadow, your turn.
3: Okay, since Carnival we're games, so... Maybe far into
1: fucking chaos (laughs) since it's uh what what's that game that drew Carey did whose line is it anyway yeah the points don't matter the rules don't matter (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna
3: start out by trying to step up and waiting for an opportunity attack
1: okay so you're gonna step up ready in action for when one of these things comes no, by. No, not uh, ready
3: in action. Just to oh yeah, up.
1: you just get to take an opportunity tax attack when things come with it close to you. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So when the first one comes close to me, I'm going to try to use the flat side of my blade to bat it into the thing. Okay. Up, well, well, I'll let you...
1: You can take an attack on one of these in your turn. You know, we'll, we'll say they are where they are on your turn and then they're going to move on their turns. Yeah, I was just trying to be cheesy as fuck. Well, you can still take an opportunity attack if one of them moves by you on on its turn. Okay, okay. All right, so we'll take my attack. So you just want me to do an attack roll? Yeah, attack this guy right here. Okay. It's going to be a modified 24. Okay, so you hit him. And you try to smack him over. How much damage do you do? It does matter. <laughs>
3: oh,
1: no! Like, you want me to roll? Yeah. Yeah okay 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 nine okay all right so you smack this guy he boop, 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 boop. he doesn't go very far he's uh he's pretty dense he's fucking but when he me. when he stops moving he he stops on the ground and he's a little ball and he's not moving
3: okay so I'm immediately going to spin the butt end of my glaive around and smack the one the other
1: one right next to me. Okay, the one right above you. Alright, so you try to smack him. We had 13. Alright, so you miss him. Uh, but you can attack twice because of your yep. thing. I'm gonna attack
0: again. Yeah, just use your regular attack. So what happened to the first one he hit? It's like stunned, lying on the ground. Yeah, it's just
1: sitting on the ground. So 14 also misses these guys. They're whizzing around. Wow. So yeah, here let me... I'll I'll flip him over for one who's oh, stunned. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Okay, so I have movement and object interaction still, right? Yep. What if I walk in and try to pick
1: him up? You walk over and you, you pick him up. you got him in your hands. Yeah! Uh, now I have leprosy. <laughs> now you have armadillo or leprosy.
3: I can't walk him over to the wall?
1: Yeah, you can You can walk over to the wall. Um, I don't have any... But it'll be another object interaction in. yeah. to step him in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so you've got him by think. the wall. I love it. All right, so the next armadillo's turn would be the one that who's already got placed in the wall by the mage hand, and then <laughs> it's uh it's this boy's turn. So he is going to start bouncing, and this guy, uh, let me draw his little line. They're gonna bounce around. Sixty feet, so he's gonna end up over over here. Oh my
3: I guess I have an armadillo in my hand. I can't react.
0: <laughs> no, you got one in your hand.
3: <laughs>
1: oh my god, this is outrageous. Alright, that's one of them. This is gonna get wild. Alright, the other one's the ones in your hand. So he's gonna kinda wiggle a little bit, but it feels like he's still uh he's stunned. still in his stun state. <laughs> alright, it's the next one's turn. The one that's really high up. So let's uh let's roll for what direction he's starting in. Okay, alright, so he's starting kinda of this away. So he's gonna <gasps> Boing! Boing 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 So he's gonna end up over there. Jesus Christ. <laughs> 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 I love it. Oh man. So for, for the listeners, they're bouncing around the room in a random direction. They travel sixty feet in a random direction and uh, so far none of them have h- bounced into
0: anyone but this one uh, boing, I don't know why you would have to describe boing. it with these boing boing noises boing. it's very obvious what's happening <laughs> <laughs> oh this one is going to bounce past shadow
1: so shadow oh! I'm gonna need you to make a dexterity save to My see God. if this kid bounces into you <laughs> as he comes flying by
3: 14
1: boing boing, boing. That is a success. So, you dodge as he tries to bounce around and hit you in the head. Let's see which way this guy goes. They're all kind of grouping up in the corner over here. Okay, this guy went the opposite direction, so let's see how this goes. This guy's going, like, straight across. Boing, boing! Oh, he's going to bounce up in the same direction, too. (laughs) Alright, he's going to end up right over here. Nobody hit. Alright, Knock, it's your turn!
2: Oh, my God. Well... Um, I'm quite frightened of these things. Is that is that one up, is that one upside down? Like, yeah, that one is in the socket. He's he,
1: yeah, he's got like a swirling energy around him, and he's like locked into this socket.
2: Okay, I guess I'm gonna use my same strat and wait for one to come by and take a swing at it to try to hit it in the hole.
1: All right, you want to move up to the top of the stairs and be ready for. For yeah, a bouncing, yeah. for a bouncing ballaboo, a bouncing baby boy, a bouncing, a bouncing baby boy, a bouncing baby boy. All right, so so I'm gonna say, ready in action. Instead of it just being an attack that would make him neutral, I'll let you ready in action to knock him into the thing. But it'll be he'll he'll have a little bit higher AC. To knock him straight into it. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah. Can I roll with advantage, though? Since I'm like
1: kind of hidden. Uh, you'll have to make me a a stealth check. Okay. Yeah, I'll do that. I mean, their passive perception's probably terrible. Yeah. Fifth, fifth, <laughs> I, I don't think you can fail. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yep. <yeah. laughs> I'll let you roll with advantage on the old, around
0: the room. Cool. All right, Talik, what are you doing? I want to come up into the room first, just because I'm a glutton for punishment and I'm stupid. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> You're like, this looks is. fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm like, look at these little fuckers. What are they doing? I'm gonna cast Mage Hand again and try and grab this one over to my left, out of the air. The one that's this up one high. up here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right, right, let's... Let's roll again. Yeah, yeah.
1: Roll, roll like an attack again.
0: Okay, do 20 Um, I got. Let me
1: roll a... his uh,
0: contested check. Oh, man oh,
1: twenty-one. Oh my gosh, he rolled good this time, but
0: you rolled better. (laughs) So I grab him with my green hand again and take him over to the wall. I'll put him in the left right above the one I already did. And then I want to do one more thing. I want to do a... I'm gonna use second win to regain a D ten plus five. Yeah, get some extra HP back. Hell yeah. Do I do I roll that ten on
1: second wind? Did we decide? I can't remember. Um yeah, I think we did since it's a bonus action. And Basically I get all plus
0: five, yeah.
1: Yeah, all bonus action healing we roll, all full action healing we don't. It's kind of our that's kind Damn, of that's two.
0: Okay, I got seven. Alright. Alright, Mr. Shadow.
1: You've got one in your hands and you're next to the wall. Okay, so
3: Shadow just over there just oh, stupid armadillos, gosh, shoves that one into the wall. You just just shove that one in with
1: your object into your action. Okay. Yeah, so that one he
3: and then he holds his glaive in his left hand and he just kinda walks calmly over this direction. And he's watching them zip around this room. And then we're gonna roll to hit it's gonna be a twelve?
1: Uh, you miss as these guys are just whizzing around. Alright, so
3: roll again. So, 21. Alright, that's it. So you so knock is this one, one out of the air. Which one? Is this it, one right here? As it whizzes by, Shadow's calculating where it's gonna go, and he just reaches up and he just punches it to the ground. That's So it's gonna be, uh, four bludgeoning damage.
2: Alright,
3: so you, you smack this guy to the ground. You gonna pick that one up.
2: Uh, you have to use
1: your object interaction to shove the other one in, so you walk over to this guy.
3: So, I can walk over and
1: put my foot on this one. (laughs) (laughs) i what what number is that one? That one's, uh, that one's number one. Here, let me put his, uh, there, he's, he's still for now. Alright, that one's already in. Oh, time for this guy. Over here. Zippy, zippy, doodah time. Alright. Oh look, he's he's gonna hit some people. Boing. Oh he's gonna hit multiple people. Oh look at this guy. Boing <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: bodies?
2: Yeah, okay, so, yeah.
1: So I need you to make a save and uh body knock, I'll you can make a save but make it with advantage, because it's kinda over your head. 24 24, so you succeed. So you, <laughs> this guy tries to smack you in the face. 21. He's still got his foot on that one. Shadows right. just got his hand on his forehead, shaking 21. his 21. So you also succeed. Alright. Uh, that guy's in the wall. Uh, that's the one at Shadows feet, so let me reduce his little timer by one. That one's in the wall. Oh, no. Oh, this one's turned. Okay. <laughs> Let's see where this one bounces to oh oh this guy's gonna bounce like straight towards talik so
2: boing. <laughs> boing. jesus boing. oh wait that, that one that bounced near me could i like what about my ready to action i forgot about that
1: oh yeah 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 you could have attacked him
2: this guy. okay yeah this guy yeah you
1: can back. use it on this guy too so so talik i need what you to make your save first, right Dex yeah right? yeah make your save and then it'll be oh uh, no he
2: went to the next floor <laughs>
0: <laughs> I got a. I only got a nine on my save. Oh god. I'm Not very dexterous.
1: Oh god. So he hits you. It's it's not bad. He. Oh shit. Uh, you take seven damage. It's worse than I thought.
3: Holy shit. How much that's, health do you have? That's what I mind? just
1: healed. I'm at 13. thirteen. Thirteen.
3: Oof. Do you have drive. any potions?
1: No. All right. So body knock. Cause this one goes flying over your head. Uh. Make me an attack on it before okay. you have to make your, your save. This one also goes way over your head, so make it with advantage. Not your attack, your save.
2: Well, my attack is too, right?
1: Yeah, that's fine. Alright, so you hit him. So, actually, you don't have to make your save, because he, he uh... Boom, 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 falls to the ground next to you.
2: Okay. And
1: then, uh, it's your turn.
2: Um, okay. I'm gonna grab it and put it into the slot.
1: Okay, and since you can use your bonus action to make an object interaction, uh, even after you do all that, you still have your regular action left. Hmm. You have to jump up to stick this guy in the slot, though. It's pretty high up the uh, thing.
2: I'm just a little fella.
0: I'm trying to get a good vantage point so I can actually see in this room. height wait. There's one over in the corner by the stairs and then Shadow's got his foot on the, the last one. <laughs> <laughs> squirming around. Can I get to that one in the corner? I can't
2: see the distance.
1: Um, uh-huh. Let's see. You moved... You moved 14 feet already, so no, you can't make it all the way over to him. I, you, I'm just
2: gonna chill.
1: Okay. All right. Talik, it's your turn. I'm
0: gonna try one last time to make it all on right. this one.
1: The, let's see if you uh, succeed again. Oh, they uh, they rolled kind of medium. So let's see what your roll is. Okay, come
0: on, baby. Nat twenty. All right.
1: So you grab this guy with your freaking. Uh,
0: I grab, and with the nat twenty, I don't even carry it over with the hand. I do a fastball and I throw it into the pitch hole. Pitch it. The nat 20.
1: Into the hole. Love it. And I'll oh in my turn okay uh so you pitch that one in and then uh shadow it's your turn
3: so does shadow have a good feeling or understanding
1: about how much these things could lift or
3: if they can bounce if they're in a confined space or how knocked out this thing seems or anything like that yeah
1: so so this one feels like it's already starting to stir uh, after being balled up it uh you know seems to be a, a defense mechanism but it, even with your foot on it, it feels like it's starting to kind of wiggle free and maybe pop out. You know, they're they're little guys. You you think that once it got free, I it, you, you put your foot on it, right? So you know that it's it's bouncy. It's like a ball. Like if this thing started going again, it could get up to speed instantly, basically. But it feels like, you know, it's just now starting to wiggle and come back into life.
3: Okay, so Shadow's gonna scoop this little ball of chaos into his big ten pound pot. And he's going to take his 50 feet of rope, and he's going to wrap it around the pot over and over again, forming a lid. And then he's going to flip it upside down and sit on it.
1: <laughs> okay, all right, well, that'll take your action. So you've got this thing in a pot, stuck down. And, uh, yeah, so we'll go through. All the other guys are in their little uh, things. But, yeah, this guy, he, he, he wakes up, and you feel...
0: Bouncing around inside the pot (laughs) underneath your butt, just going buzz crazy. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Are we short resting?
1: That's what I'm thinking.
0: Alright, body knock, it is your turn.
2: I I guess we're gonna take a short rest.
3: I don't wanna stick this I don't wanna stick this bouncing devil into that hole until we get ourselves put back together. Talek, you're looking
0: rough.
2: Yeah, that's true. I mean that's very fair.
0: Yep, I'm, I'm doing a short rest. So I start patching myself up. You're sitting on this last armadillo. We got five of six in the little holes. We think something's going to happen when we get them in there. I'm using my okay. last two hit dice.
1: Well, about a minute oh afterwards, the first one that you put in...
0: No! this thing.
1: It no. goes flying. About six seconds later, ba-ding, 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 they all start bouncing out of this thing. Cool. And we need to go back into initiative order. As all but the one under the pot start bouncing back around the room again. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I just put in Discord where my notes say they'll stay in the thing for a minute before they... Start bouncing around. Did we get
2: our
0: short rest benefits. You don't. It takes thirty minutes to do a short uh, rest. Uh, damn it, Shadow! Your paranoia didn't pay off this time.
2: <laughs> oh,
1: let's gather them back up. <laughs> so they start bouncing around again. I'll let you guys go first uh, in the initiative before they start bouncing around. Body not
2: Yep. Yeah, sure. Do that smack him I'm sorry guys (laughs) it's the
1: way it works sometimes alright so you smack this one down I assume you want to shove him in yep alright so you pick him up and shove him in alright that's a object interaction and a action to hit him and a
0: bonus action to shove him in so
2: sure yep all right, talk. All
0: right, I'm going to Mage Hand the one that's up on the top. Try it. As he starts to fly out, I grab him and put it back in. Alright, let's see what you got. These guys are actually
1: kind of wispy. They're kind of hard to grab. I'm surprised you grabbed them so many times. You yeah, haven't messed was, up. Yeah, well, he rolled pretty damn good this time. You're going to have to roll rocks. 14. Oh, so your Mage Hand just phew, misses him. Oh, no. God, that
2: uh, feels too <laughs> <in my hand. laughs>
1: Shadow, you've got one under a bucket underneath you, but there's four other ones bouncing around the room again.
3: Yeah. I'm just going to stand up and...
1: Alright, so you stand on the bucket so you don't lose that one.
3: Yep, stand on the bucket. Now I'm going to flip the bucket over and stick the butt of my glade down there and
1: knock that one out. Okay, alright. I'll, I'll just say that's an automatic hit. So you pop! Knock that one out, which one is that one? That's our one. Yeah.
2: Okay.
1: Get him out knock on stand him. over here. Okay, you ready to stick him in? All right, here they go. <laughs> I can't believe they're going again. I thought you guys had this solved. All right, right, five. that goes Ugh. this way. Yeah, that's frustrating. Oh. Shadow, I'm gonna need you to make a save.
3: Boing, it's like boing. when we rested in Taylor's haunted house, and they came fucking boing. roaring
1: out. The thing reset. The haunted thing reset. Yeah. Yes, it is just like that. 14. Uh, 14 saves. All right. So you you dodge one of them coming by you, but let's see where the rest of them go. Wait! Right. Wait, wait! 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 I get a reaction. Because
3: I'm standing on the pot. I have yeah, my yeah, glider yeah. in my hands.
1: Yep, you can attack him as he flies by you.
3: 20, 21. Uh,
1: so that's, a, that's a hit. Yeah, so knock him down. Right there okay. at Talik's feet. Just what? All right, so you knock that one down. That one's not in a bucket. Uh, this one goes flying past Talik. Um, if you want to try to hit him, Talik, he just bouncing off the walls.
0: I should have done that earlier. Alright, I'll take an attack. Okay. I'll swing him with the big bone. I <laughs> love it. Big bone is a... Uh... I love how I put him
1: over here just assuming you were gonna hit. Oh yeah, 24. Alright. Smack this guy right down to the ground right in front of you. Okay. All right, and then it's these guys that are high up. I don't know if they'll even end up hitting you guys. Uh, this one goes... We'll, we'll see. Let's see where this guy goes. Boing! 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 Okay, so yeah, that one's gonna bounce into Body Knock. Body Knock will let you take that attack of opportunity after you make your uh, your roll. To see if you avoid it. So, Dex deck, deck saving throw first. Yeah.
2: Uh, probably 11. Probably not. I
1: don't oh, shit. No, you don't make it. Let's see. Fuck. Max damage. You take 8 damage. As this okay. thing pops you upside the head. And then you can try to take an attack on it while it flies by you. Okay. 20 on the attack. Okay. Alright, so you hit him. Uh, you're so focused on hitting him, you didn't keep him from hitting you.
0: <laughs> Jesus yep. Christ. There's only one left. Okay. <laughs> you
1: so, poor guys. Yeah, you've got him...
2: Can I shove him
1: in there? Well, it's not your turn. That was just your reaction. So. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this one just bounces around, doesn't really hit any of you guys, and kind of ends up in the same spot up above Body Knock. Um, and we'll go in this Body Knock's turn. All right. I'm going to shove this fella in. All right. So you grab one, jump up, shove him in. Uh, Bonus action and regular and free object interaction. So you have your action left.
2: Uh, I'm going to try to take a swing at the... Is there one left?
1: Yeah, he's right above you. You could probably take a swing at him.
2: Yeah, I'll jump and swing at him.
1: All right. Fifteen. Okay, that, that hits him. Okay. So... <laughs> and then
2: that, that would be my turn.
0: Okay. Dalek, your turn. You're surrounded by yeah. balled-up armadillos. I'll grab the one next to me and put him in a hole.
3: So, for sake of just time mechanics, I mean, do we have time to shove them all in holes before they wake up?
1: One of them Hmm? is only going to be unconscious for one more turn. Well, that's the one that's in the pot. No, no, no. You got him good. Oh. So, one of them's gonna be conscious in a turn so
3: so it's gonna be this it's gonna be this one
1: they're, un- this they're one. unconscious for one d4 turn so i just you know i rolled
0: all their turns so you grab the
1: one oh. next to you and shove him in talik
0: yeah and then i'm gonna take action surge take an additional action and grab another, the one to my left and shove him in uh this you one. can you can grab him but that'll be the end of it okay i'm gonna it, grab this one this one right here i was talking about this one all right that one right there yeah alright I'm gonna
1: grab this one and shove it in okay so you grab that one and shove it in and that was the one that was on a one more turn timer so if you shove him in the other ones are on like four more turns so okay so we shove the rest of them in there of
0: the other guys in oh my god that was a Uh, that was really fun and then it was really not right
3: I hate
0: that. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so... I was like, this'll be a good idea.
3: I'll
1: let... I thought Molly so. get a rest. Right? I Ugh. was cracking up. I was like, what do my notes say about these guys? Did I say anything? If I didn't say anything, then, you know, whatever. So, you guys shove these guys in and... It creates this swirling supplemental portal it's just starry and almost looks like it's got this flaming essence to it inside of this oval ring what do you guys do Shadow walks right through okay so you step on through and well wait 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 wait
0: wait Mm. wait.
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah 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 shadow walks through
3: because if we try to rest i'm afraid the armadillos are gonna pop out again i'm terrified
0: okay Yep, I'll follow you.
1: Okay. So, so you guys step on through and you find yourself standing on the other side of a portal in a room that has a bed and you see a simple desk, curtains, adorning the walls and just a a bit more comfortable of a space. There's a large rug on the ground, a couple of pieces of art adorning the walls. There's uh, bed stands on either side of the bed, Uh, but you still feel that you are within the tower, maybe just a little bit higher up than you were before. And immediately after you step through,
0: the portal behind you closes. Can I just do a quick perception check on the room and see if there's anything immediate danger in the room? Right, so, yeah, yeah.
1: So y'all do a perception check across the room. Make me a, a scan. 14 for me. Okay. Oh, uh, one. one. So, Talik, you're looking across the I room. I 23. Sorry. And you see the vision of a dragon just coming out. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so you guys look around. It... Appears perfectly calm. Uh, Body knock with your perception check. You do notice that there appears to be a candle on the desk across the room from you that is just steadily burning, uh, as if it's not had any issues burning at all. And I'll say with that perception check that high, you know that this thing has a uh, a, a magical essence to it. You can sense even from
0: across the room that this flame is is enchanted and uh, may have been burning forever. Nobody touch anything. I need to patch myself up. Everybody stand <laughs> still. So I'm going to do a short rest now. Okay, so
1: there's a couple of doors in this room. I will say that. I, I forgot to mention those earlier. Uh, a couple of windows. You're looking out and uh, you feel that you're up the tower a good ways you know you're probably 70 feet up this tower you've got a nice view of the mountains on one side and the oceans on the other
0: side as you're looking out this tower Um, i'd say we take our chances i've got to patch myself up guys y'all just keep an eye out so we'll take 30 minutes and do a short rest okay so you guys take a little while yeah nothing
1: happens after a few minutes after a minute or so you start hearing <laughs> <laughs> down below you. And oh it sounds like they're occasionally hitting the floor right below you. <laughs>
0: I got a D10 on my D10 hit die. Oh, nice. I'm, I added 19, so I'm at 32 at 59. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. 32 is okay. I'm, I'm good with that. That's all I have. That's all my hit die. Oh, shit. Okay. I had two. So we're in the room, there's a candle on the desk with the book open, the candle is some kind of magic, otherwise it just looks like a bedroom of some sort, there's a rug and a bed. Yeah, yeah, appears
1: to be a fairly comfortable, uh, bedroom. So yeah, you guys, I assume in your 30 minutes, what are you guys doing?
0: Um, who wants to be the brave soul to go approach this candle? Shadow looked
3: at the desk is looking at the desk and looking in the dresser drawers and everything in this room
1: touching everything okay all right all right so you're rummaging around in this room go ahead and make me an investigation check
0: 11 i've just kind of got my weapon out Um, grace yes you just just try to heal yourself
1: up patch yourself up got your weapon out maybe Uh leaning on the edge of the bed Uh okay so shadow yeah you walk over to the desk and sure enough you find a, an image or not an image you find a torn oh God. piece of what appears to be a journal on the desk it uh, it has some different dates on it. it it appears it's not a daily journal it's a, a seldom used journal there's big gaps uh, in between the dates that are recorded on the particular item, and I just threw a copy of it in to the Discord. Uh, if you'd like to read what you see, or keep it to yourself, or however you want to deal with that, I'll read it. Uh, maybe eighteenth of frost ten
3: fifteen is that AD? Indeed, yeah. Gone, gone, gone. All of it, all gone. It can't be that can't be all there is there has to be more something i missed something i am missing think
2: what does that say
3: sycamore think yep i could contact my old master no i don't need him i can figure it out myself 25th of thaw 1015 ad finally some peace and quiet damn apprentices Don't they understand that this isn't some simple magic? Don't they understand what's at stake? I feel badly about the way it ended, but I work better on my own. 48th of Harvest, 1015 AD. I have found it, the solution I have been looking for. I always knew it. I had to have a celestial solution, but I was thinking too small. The moon is merely a reflection after all. In order to make it work, I must ha- harness the power of the sun.
1: So in addition to that strange like that. <laughs> journal rantings that you find, you also, uh, while you're kind of flipping around the rest of the pages that seem to be blank, a little scrap of paper falls out with an even stranger list of, uh, of notes on it. Remember
3: the color of spring before winter, but the color of death before life if you pull on a lever once Then you should pull on the next lever twice, but if you pull on a lever twice don't yet pull on the one You think you should Until you pull the first lever thrice Okay Where are the levers find me? I need I need levers. I need levers. I
1: need levers. I need levers. I need levers (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
3: I need levers.
2: Levers! Give All
3: me right. the levers.
1: Yeah, so so with your investigation check, you look around the room, you don't see any levers. You're like, what the fuck is this random ass note talking about? Talaq, body knock, I'm going outside.
0: You're going outside? So you open the door, and sure enough, it
1: opens up and... Whoosh, You know, y'all are already up on the side of a mountain, and so there's just a wind whipping as you go outside to this uh, five-foot-wide balcony with posts on it, but nothing in between the posts to keep you from falling off as you're outside. It looks like this thing loops all the way around the uh, entirety of the
0: tower at this level that you're at. While he does that, I'm gonna go up to this candle and, and investigate it and see if there's anything. Sure, make me a arcana check. Okay. Uh,
1: ten. Ten. Um, yeah, that's good enough. Uh, I will say that you, you, uh, you know what this is. This is a ever-burning candle. Uh, it's a simple enchantment that allows the flame of a candle to burn indefinitely Uh, you can put it inside of a you know you can like wrap the top and it'll hide the light from it but it won't catch anything on fire like you can touch it you wave your hand over it it doesn't burn it's just emanating light
0: eternally okay I want to take it I'm gonna throw it in the bag of holding
1: okay yeah you should be able to find
0: an ever burning torch good enough okay what do you see out there shadow anything
3: so shadow yells through the window behind the bed and says (laughs) guys there's a ladder come on
1: (laughs) so he's like all the way around 180 degrees from where the doors are y'all hear his voice like holler through the window and rap on it (laughs) come on guys found a ladder over here go up all right Yeah, you make it to the top of the ladder, and you peer in, and you see a series of desks with all sorts of accoutrements on them. Books, and bottles, and scrolls, and just all manner of equipment and, you know, items scattered about them as you peer in through the window. Okay. Okay. Uh, I I go inside the room. Okay. So you you step in. So as you guys step in to the room, uh, you see everything that I mentioned before. And as you're scanning around the rest of the room, you also see several glowing crystals on the wall to the left you see a blue crystal, a purple crystal, and a green crystal. And okay, beneath from, each Is that crystal, from right to left? From right to left, they're blue, purple, and green, yes. Okay. And there are levers underneath each crystal. They're kind of hanging from these uh, chains on the wall. And then in the corner, like close to you, immediately on your left is this strange contraption. It appears to have a slightly raised dais about six inches off the ground. And then these golden metallic components wrapping around at like a 45 degree angle with three large cylindrical objects at 45 degrees and then one more in the center. Yeah, so that's what you guys see. As you walk into the room,
3: tell me tell me more. I'm tell me more about this pedestal and cylindrical objects.
1: Like, what is roughly the size? How many are there openings? It's a little bit larger than you. It's probably you know seven feet tall. Once you consider the the six inch rays up the dais. Uh, At the bottom of it, it has this hexagonal shaped base. On the bottom of the dais. And you're kind of looking around this thing. It's got like I said two. Like 12 inch. Think like subwoofer. Plates. At 45 degrees. And then one more right in the center of it. It's over in the corner of the room. And yeah. As you guys are looking at this thing. You see. It start to emanate. A little bit of light. And the hexagon shape on the bottom projects up this blue translucent energy and a form takes shape form appears to be that of a for lack of a better word a primate creature But it's it's fully standing up, and it's robed in a blue and gold cloth that's very intricately woven. He's holding a book in one hand, he's actually got some spectacles down on the end of his nose. And he looks up from the book that he's looking at as he comes into appearance, and he looks across you guys, and he has a momentary flash of... Confusion, he says, and he says, <clears throat> "And who might you be? Well armed, capable? Has the druid recruited some tree stealers to our side?
3: Talking to us?
0: Uh, yeah, we're we're here to meet the druid. Where is he? He, you, you hear this voice
1: in the room coming out of this." mechanism in
0: front of you. Yeah. We're we're here to see the druid. Where is he? He looks, turns his head
1: towards you. He says, it appears he's not back yet. He uh, should be back shortly. He was just delivering something to me. And you see underneath his other arm at that moment, a familiar swirling ball of energy underneath the arm, not holding the booklet, and then he he looks at you, and so you guys recognize this as the sphere that the druid had. Your orb. yeah. So so he takes a, a look at you guys. He says, "Ah, oh, is that familiarity I see in your eyes?" you recognize this sphere and he
0: holds it up into view. Is he like fully formed or he's like a hologram basically? And basically like a hologram. Yeah. He he
1: seems very incorporeal, you know, basically okay. think like, you know, OG Leia. princess Leia hologram. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, you definitely don't feel like you could touch this thing. Okay. It's, it's clearly being projected by these subwoofers on the bottom and something is making it work that you can see this guy you're not sure how much of it is magic and how much of it is technology okay. the
3: shadow's not saying any of this out loud or actually or doing anything but shadow is looking around to figure out if there's anywhere that it looks like the shadow or sunstone could be placed in this
1: technology stand yeah yeah certainly yeah go ahead and make me an investigation check while this guy's talking 10. 10. So yeah, you're you're not seeing anything on it that looks like it would take a that the sh- same size and shape stone you have. In fact, it's it's a barely flat. You know, there's really not any sockets or buttons or anything on it. It's almost completely smooth. Okay, so Shadow is going to turn to him and say, "Hello, friend. My name is the Eclarian Shadow." He'll turn his head from Talik and, and look to you and say. Well met, Shadow. What should I call you? You may call me Zaius. Spelling? Z a i u s. Hello, Zaius. Bro, hey, ain't
3: you... that one of the monkey names in Planet of the Apes? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He says, <laughs> uh, "It's a pleasure making your acquaintance." Yours as well. What say you to me having a go at these levers here on your wall?
1: Ah, be my guest. Those levers are no more mine than they were the one who came before me and no more the druids than they were mine. I don't like that.
3: Do we want to come to an agreement on the riddle and what levers should be pulled
1: when? He says, I am uh, very busy, so As I said, the Druid should be back to you soon, and uh, I look forward to our meeting, should it be harmonious or otherwise. Hmm. Well, Matt Zias,
0: until we meet again.
1: And it just turns off.
0: Okay, let's see that uh, note you got. The color of spring before winter, but the color of death before life. What colors you see over there? Green, purple, and blue. I'm thinking spring is green, winter is blue. Yeah, I agree with that. What about death and life? I can only
3: assume the death is potentially purple, mm-hmm. but I would say life would be green spring? because spring? green is living things. Right.
2: The only thing I associate purple with is royalty. Yeah. Just as a color.
3: So the way I read it, it would be... It would be purple once, green twice, and then... And then purple three times, and then blue.
0: That's the way I read it. So it would be purple purple once yeah
2: yeah
3: purple purple once green twice purple three times then
0: blue okay yep i think that's right try it all right give me the give me what you're doing one more time
3: purple once green twice purple three
1: times and then blue once okay so, the color of spring before winter, but the color of death before life. If you pull on a lever once, then you should pull on the next lever twice. But if you pull on a lever twice, don't yet pull on the one you think you should, until you pull the first lever twice. So you go through the order that you thrice. just described. Yeah, thrice. So you go through the order that you described. And each time you pull them down, they kind of spring back up. And. And then you go back to the blue one. And. right above the levers, a little sphere starts glowing. But before you guys go through that, did any of you guys look around this room at all? At the, the counters or anything? I
3: assumed Body Knock was pilfering while we were I, talking to I assumed to that Zaius. as well.
2: Yeah. I, I'm a curious fucker, so...
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so... So as you were, is there anything
2: worth stealing around here?
1: Yeah, there's a lot of good shit as you pilfer around this place,
2: Taylor. Uh, or oh, like open your fucking big fucking bag of shit. Yep, I got my. I'm just holding the
0: sack out in front of me <laughs> while he r- rifles around.
1: <laughs> so you are uh, you're digging around in this thing, and so you find several different potions. Uh, one of them, you're like. Is this a fucking empty potion bottle again? And then you shake it, and you're like, no, it feels like it has liquid in it. You know what that one is. You've had one of those before.
2: As the form. No, Welcome. it's a potion
1: of invisibility. Oh. oh. yeah, that's right. You find another one that is a red potion, appears to be a potion of supreme healing. You find another one that appears to be a potion of vitality. You find a spell scroll. I'll need you to make an Arcana check on that one. I did just drop it in the Discord, but ignore that and make me an Arcana check real quick. You also find this intricate circlet, like a crown circlet with uh, ruby gems inset into it. Uh, With your Arcana check, you're not sure what this spell scroll is, but compared to the other spell scrolls you've looked at, this one has a lot more text. And you show it to Talik, and he's like, uh, that's draconic in some of these places. And it is some sort of very high level spell. Okay. Toss
2: that in the, the spell scroll. For, for my smarter magic fella friend.
1: Yeah. Tossing it all in the bag of holding. So then the last thing you find, Body Knock, is this strange little short bow. And at first, it appears to be made out of ivory or something it's all white but then you kind of pick it up and in the light of these crystals and the light shining into the walls it has a iridescent quality almost opalescent shimmer to it as it's got different colors scattering around it as you move it back and forth on the light and you kind of move it across the room and it's very small it's a very small short bow even for you but then you point it at shadow and The bow seems to get a little bit bigger, and then you point it at Talik, and he's just a little bit bigger than Shadow, and the bow seems to get just slightly larger as you aim it at Talik.
2: Ooh. Cool.
1: Wow. This is a very odd and unique weapon, and I'll just tell you so you can add it to your inventory. It's Mm a unique short bow called Chameleon. And you should be able to find it in D&D Beyond. I created it.
3: You created it? Yeah. Wow, you put a lot of effort. This looks like anything else in D&D Beyond. Oh, look, there it is. Play
1: Like a Boom is the author. Yeah, got some uh, Wonder AI art of it. Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah, so basically, without going into you know lore history and stuff this is a a weapon created for smaller creatures to take out larger creatures <laughs> and essentially depending on how much larger a creature is than you you get to roll a larger die size that's awesome and then it also has the advantage of being able to activate it has several colored runes across it. A green one, a light blue one, a red one, a uh dark blue one, a like yellowish one, and then a wow, almost yeah, clear one.
2: Yeah, this thing's sick.
1: Hell yes. So, as a as part of your attack, you can activate one of those to add an additional dive damage that does a elemental type of damage uh, each of the runes can be activated once before it fades and then those faded runes all reactivate each day at dawn so you've essentially got six elemental attacks that you can do uh, one of each damage type throughout the day acid cold fire lightning poison and very
0: thunder. cool yeah
1: and it's also a plus one weapon so it is it is a magical plus one weapon that'll give you extra damage and attack hell yeah very cool so might be a pain in the ass to do in d Beyond. So I'll, I'll work with you to figure out how to deal with attacking creatures of different sizes.
0: Gotcha, yeah. I'm going to take this um, spell scroll that's got the Draconic. Can I read it or can I investigate it or do anything and see what it is? Yeah, I mean, it, it'd
1: be like like you can speak English, but if somebody handed you the instructions to build a nuclear bomb you wouldn't understand them even if they're written in English right so <laughs> it's
0: <really> stupid <laughs> What what is it is it called anything or anything
1: you can make me an arcana check to see if you can decipher you know what the spell is for okay holy fuck uh seven seven yeah you're not sure you're not sure what the spell is
3: in the, can the warlock step over there and try to discern it
1: yeah, go ahead and get and make make your roll. Arcana. Yeah, Arcana check. 18. 18. Okay. So you know what this is. You're looking over this thing you're like, this is a fucking 8th level spell of illusory dragon. It's fucking sick is what it is. You're looking at it from the Discord
3: link. Yes. So, Taylor, you can create a huge shadowy dragon in an unoccupied space that you can see within range. The illusion lasts for the spell's duration and occupies its space as if it were a creature. When the illusion appears, any of your enemies that can see it must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or become frightened of it for one minute. If a frightened creature ends its turn in a location where it doesn't have line of sight to the illusion, it can repeat the saving throw, ending the effect on itself on a success. As a bonus action on your turn, you can move the illusion up to 60 feet. At any point during its movement, you can cause it to exhale a glass of energy in a 60-foot cone originating from its space. When you create the dragon, choose a damage type, acid, cold, fire, lightning, necrotic, or poison. Each creature in the cone must make an intelligent saving throw, taking 7d6 damage of the chosen damage type on a failed save, or half as much damage on a successful one. The illusion is tangible because of the shadow stuff used to create it, but attacks miss it automatically. It succeeds on all saving throws, and it is immune to all damage and conditions. A creature that uses an action to examine the dragon can determine that it is an illusion by succeeding on an intelligence slash investigation check against your spell save DC. If a creature discerns the illusion for what it is, the creature can see through it and has advantage on saving
1: throws against its breath. So, it it is, uh, you know, not a spell that you guys can innately cast, so y'all would have to roll a DC 18, because it's an eight level spell, 10 plus the spell level, DC 18 Arcana check to cast it. And if you fail, it's lost. What if you fail, it's lost? Yeah, it's lost if you fail. Okay. Wow.
3: There you go. Hope you succeed on that throw.
1: Um, yeah, so there's a little uh, little glowing sphere sitting up above these, uh, these things. Little? Yeah, it's probably uh, two feet in diameter.
3: Okay, so we can hop through it. Is that what you're trying to say?
1: Yeah, you're not sure if
3: you could touch it or hop through it or what exactly it would do. Okay, so tall so Shadow will reach up and touch it with his finger. You uh immediately find
1: yourself disappeared.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: Alright, I'll I'll do the same. Okay. You followed him, Body? Why not Okay. So you guys find yourselves up on the top story of this tower. Wind just whipping around. There's around you eight floating pillars just hovering in the air about the same latitude as you guys. And then up above you, maybe another 30 feet up or so, is a roof. But it's just hovering up above all of you. And you see... In the distance, a giant eagle come flying in. Oh god. And it lands next to you guys and transforms back into the familiar face of the druid. And we'll start there
0: next time. Oh shit. Alright. <laughs> Hell yeah. I got a cool bow. Boss fight. BB the
2: BBEG. The Maybe. BBH as it was. All right.
3: All right. See you guys later. Bye. <laughs> Good night.
0: <laughs> to be continued on the next episode of Dungeons and Dragons and Dummies. Find out what happens to our party next week.
3: Aurathane, a world of magic, machines, and mysteries. We join our crew of orcs, nerds, showmen, and robots to find what they're all looking for. Answers! Are robots alive? Where's my sister? Does mac and cheese have healing properties? Fighting beasts and pirates, we follow their journey, but look out! Death is on the horizon, as this world shows no mercy. Join us to see who lives and who dies on death by a thousand crits. Where what's dead, stays dead. A
2: Sibling Revelry Entertainment Production.